We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Happy Friday and happy, happy Veterans Day. Everyone out there, all of our veterans, armed forces, we appreciate you and all of your support and all of your sacrifice. Congratulations. This is your day. You deserve all of the honor, love, and respect you get on today. From Lucky Lefty Podcast, happy Veterans Day. We appreciate you. We appreciate it's Friday. It's for the Culture Friday. I'm excited, bro. I'm excited because I'm about to spill some tea. And if you don't want to hear it, get out of the show and come back in about five minutes. (laughs) They did my boy Chadwick Bozeman right. They did him right. Fantastic job by Ryan Coogler and everybody connected to Forever Wakanda. They did my boy right. Now, if you're looking for this action thriller, start to finish, that's not what you're going to get. But if you're looking for the perfect transition and storyline to set up the next Black Panther and the continuation of the series, you got perfection. Mm. Storytelling was fantastic. Mm. Fantastic. Jabari, funny as ever. Funny as ever, dude. Funny as ever? Oh, funny as ever. Cracking jokes. What would you give it out of 10? Eight and a half. Eight and a half. That's what I Would you see it again and give it a higher grade, you think? Or you think if you I saw it again? If I saw it again, I probably would pick up on certain things. Okay. So it's one of those. Because I put it like this. You know how you see something subliminally, but it doesn't click? Right. I left the theater and I was driving home. And something clicked in my head. I was like, oh, snap. I get it. Exactly. You know, so of course, if I watch it a second time, yeah, I'll probably love it even more, even more. But like I said, I didn't go into it expecting, you know, start to finish combat, theatrics, things like, no, I didn't expect that, right? Because I understood the transition from Chad had to be at the core of the storyline. It was, you couldn't avoid it. Couldn't there avoid was no it. way you could avoid that. No way at all, man. But, there were some shockers, and that's where it went to another level. Mm. They didn't just transition from Chad. They did some other stuff, and I was like, okay. Mm. I wasn't expecting that. 
but it just took everything from zero to 60 just like that. So that's why I thought it was a really good film and the perfect transition to the next installment of Black Panther. That is coming. It's probably about two, three years away, but I'm excited about it already. Okay. okay. Yeah. It was a lot of tissue. It was a lot of tissue in that bad feather, though. A lot yeah. of tears, a lot of tears being shed. I'll leave it at that. Oh, I was man. looking at my wife for a minute, like, like you crying for real? Like, yo, it was one of those things. Yeah, like I said, I wasn't emotional. Of course, with any Marvel film, you have to stay through the credits and wait. Because they usually set up something with that scene that they play after the credits. The post-credit scene almost got me. That's the scene that almost got me. I was like, whoa, hold on. <laughs> I wasn't expecting this. But it was so beautifully done, man. Shout out to them. It's the perfect tribute to the life of Chadwick Boseman and uh, his uh, iteration of Black Panther. Wow. Good review. You should work for Rotten Tomatoes, man. Hey, man, and I did it in five minutes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. Lucky Lefty Podcast. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. 11 o'clock kickoff, my time. Noon start on the East Coast, MNT Bank Stadium. Notre Dame faces off against Navy. Six and three Notre Dame, three and six Navy. Um, as we said before, we can dig into this game with numbers, but it's pretty simple, right? They make you beat them. You know you have more talent. 
They make you beat them. They don't beat themselves. Yeah. Three penalties per game, 23 penalty yards per game, limited possessions for you offensively. You have to maximize your opportunities, score touchdowns, not field goals. And if they drive, because they go on these long drives, time of possession, this is a battle of time of possession giants. Both are really good rushing attacks. Who is going to be able to invoke their will and control the tempo of this game and control time of possession? It's going to be interesting. And right now, it's time for Stick to the Script, brought to you by Anora Whiskey, anorawhiskey.com. It's that premium American whiskey, anorawhiskey.com. And if you drink, you have to drink. Responsible. So Malik gives you his clean sheet. What's the attack coming out of the gate offensively to go up against the midshipmen in this undersized defense? I think we talked a little bit about it yesterday, opening up the offense a little bit, giving the receivers a little bit more of a confidence booster this game. Mm -hmm. I think they should come out aggressive. They should come out throwing the football, getting Drew comfortable early, and because you don't want to get cold throughout the game because they have long drives. So you want to be able to come out hot, score early through the air, and get the run game in the back end of it just to have Drew warm and used to the game so when they do have long period time of possessions, He's not just on the sideline, got to warm his arm up all game. So I think it's important if we want to uh, raise the level of competition in that receiver room and confidence in that receiver room, get them going early, supplement it with the run game, get a couple scores, and yeah. uh, we should we should be on top by half and, uh, and go from there. That is stick to the script each and every Friday right here for the Culture Friday brought to you by Anora Whiskey. So are you comfortable saying open it up, be aggressive, because you can always go to the Russian attack? Or is it more advantageous to depend on the Russian attack, knowing that you can always go to the play action and take advantage of a vulnerable secondary for Navy? I think in this case it's about us. This is a game about us and, and playing in situational football, but also this is a game of strategy. I believe Navy goes in there obviously wanting to limit the time, uh, limit the possessions that we have on offense, but also take up a lot of time and possession. So I believe in the strategy of being aggressive, go out there and try to score uh, as many points as possible, as fast as possible, because it'll go back uh, to one of my points for the game, which is you got to be able to get three and outs. I think mm -hmm. if we can get third down, uh, our conversion on defense to be over 70%, that'll give us more chances to get the ball on offense and, and, and using our strategy of being aggressive. When we were aggressive against Clemson, we became the bullies because our defense is what? Always been there throughout the season. We don't have to run through the point totals that we've had against great teams, but the losses that we've had. But it's important to recognize that if we can continue to be aggressive on offense, we can be a team that looks more dominant in the college football landscape. Once again, Navy runs the ball 80%, 83% of the time. So like you said, first down is going to be vitally important. Keep them behind the chains. You don't want them to get to third and three, third and four, where they can use their running game, but then play action you in the flats and take some shots down the field and get you in between as a defense. 
Rushes per game, 60 per game, 243 yards per game on the ground. That's that Navy offense. Now, the Navy defense, they give up only 97 yards per game on the ground. That's very interesting. That was a shocking stat to me, Left The fact that their rush defense has been pretty good. And like I said, the struggle for them has been the passing game where they give up 286 yards through the air per game. Yeah, that's a lot. And and Drew should be licking his chops after practice every day with those receivers saying this is what we can do if we just go out there and, ex- and actualize uh what we're what we're told to do in the game plan. I think Tommy has gotten a rhythm with Drew and kind of found some things and quirks to get him outside of pocket on some third down stuff. And you can see that he's adjusting to his skill set, which is what you want to see in a relationship between a quarterback and an offensive coordinator that they are on the same page and they uh, they can situationally get into things that are they're comfortable with. Uh, Drew looked comfortable in a game that we're unranked and we played against the top four team and we looked like the better team. So if Drew's comfortable, I think it puts us in a good spot that uh, we can be set up for, uh, you know, uh, potential upsets and even further than that. Now, they are below – what they've been used to as a program. Speaking of Navy, you talked about third down conversion rates. They're right about 42%, which is 43rd in the nation. Navy is used to offensively being top 20 in third down conversions. Uh, That's something they struggle with. So that could be something to look toward who wins the battle of the third downs. Like you said, Navy not as efficient as they've been in the past. Yeah, they might have to, you know, adapt to the the rule changes, but it also keeps guys a little healthier. Uh, Navy's just a really gritty team, so uh, those are the type of uh, things that they use to their advantage through strategy. You know, it's the Navy, so you know they're going to put their mind before matter and and use what they got to the best uh, of their ability. So, I think it's just something they just have to adapt to as the years goes on. But right now, we have to take advantage of these rules and be able to, you know, crush our opponents. This is an opportunity to go against a team where we can take advantage of less opportunity mm-hmm. but be more dominant and explosive in those opportunities and really uh, add another layer to the to the, uh, the team that we have now that we can be resilient, bounce back from wins, compete at the level of our component, and have shown to dominate teams that are slated to be better than us. So, uh being able to adapt and, and score in short bursts, I think is going to be something that will be effective for when we need it in late games, like USC down the road or whoever we play that's a, a formidable opponent. Lucky Lefty Podcast brought to you by Nora Whiskey at norawhiskey.com. That premium American whiskey at norawhiskey.com. Let's go behind enemy lines left for the Culture Friday. Coach Ken Tuala Malolo, uh, coach of the Navy Midshipmen. I hope I got that name right. I'm going to have to double check and look at it. If you rush it, it sounds good. Yeah, (laughs) you're right. But Coach Ken, he talked about, because Marcus Freeman, I don't know if you know this, Marcus Freeman, when he was at Cincinnati as a defensive coordinator, one of his defenses, if I'm not mistaken, gave up over 500 yards of offense, rushing offense against Navy. He said that's stuck in his mind forever as a defensive coordinator. 
And Coach Ken talked about Coach Freeman's defense that he's faced at Cincinnati and Notre Dame. He defends a lot of people, <laughs> you know, not just option football. I mean, that's the reason he got the, the, the Notre Dame defensive coordinator job because Coach Kelly saw how good their defense was. Obviously, it doesn't really good against option, but they defend everybody well. That's the impressive part that he's got a really good conventional, normal off, uh, defensive package. And what he does does against option people, um, I mean, he's a really good, really good football coach. Bright, um, knows what he's trying to do, and uh, yeah, like you said, we've struggled against him since that first game. So, anything in particular that you've seen that he's done? I think he played him one more time at Cincinnati. Um, that was the game that they shut you out, and then I think I've, you played him twice at Notre Dame, I believe, since he's been at Notre Dame. Anything in particular that he's done against the option that you thought is interesting or, or you know, solid? I mean, they're well coached, they know what they're doing, but I'll just say other guys have tried to replicate what they do, and it's not the same results. Right. You know what I mean? It's, uh, it's not the same personnel. Not the same personnel, <laughs> but, I mean, he knows what he's doing, so don't get me wrong, it's schematic too, but it's a combination. He knows exactly what he wants to do on defense, they got a good scheme, good players, so you add those two together, you know what I mean? It's, uh, it makes it tough sledding, but like I said, other guys watched him on tape and tried to replicate it, but not the same results, so... It's a combination of a lot of things, but he, he knows what he's doing. So since having initial success against Marcus Freeman in that game we spoke about previously, he said his offense has struggled against Marcus Freeman's defenses at Cincinnati and at Notre Dame. He has profound respect for Marcus Freeman and now Al Golden, who he said also has experience against his offense from his time at Temple and Miami. So it's going to be very interesting to see how the Notre Dame defense is able to stay, uh, stay up on their feet and stop the rushing attack of Navy. Yeah, I'm excited to see it as well. I, I do believe that they have a lot of potential uh, of, a, of, of giving us a chance to show us that we have, we have the devil in the details for our defense. Marcus Freeman took a lot of personal, took it very personal and giving up that many yards. And he clearly has made it, uh, abundantly clear that that'll never happen again. So I'm expecting with even better players now than he had at Cincinnati when that happened, I think there's going to be a, a good showing for our defense to kind of, you know, strut our stuff and be able to get a lot of guys in. Hopefully we get to see some freshmen pop in there and make some plays early that we can ooh and ah about on the podcast later. But, uh, you know, Marcus Freeman, even though, uh, he went through an experience like that. It shows how he was able to bounce back and be even stronger at, uh, in his approach and helping uh, coach against such a specific offense. You know, that's a perfect segue to the LL question of the day. We are behind enemy lines talking Navy, and we'll hear more from Coach Ken in a few seconds. But the LL question of the day, you expect Notre Dame to be able to dominate this game and come away with a convincing win. Some young player, players should be able to get in this game. Which young player needs to see the field for you against Navy? Which young player needs to see the field for you against Navy? We'll get to your comments and your super chats at the end of the show. We greatly appreciate how you support Lucky Lefty Podcast. So Coach Ken, his three and six midshipmen, will be looking to slow down the Notre Dame rushing attack. Audrey Estime looking for three consecutive 100-yard games. 
who is going to be the biggest, I don't want to say the best, but who's going to make the biggest impact in the backfield this game left? I want to say Tyree. Hmm. I think Chris Tyree has a great chance of doing it because his speed and versatility is defense that I think we can outflank. Uh, we can score a lot faster running outside of the uh, of the tackles, and I think his ability to be versatile and catching the football and running outside, but he's been running some inside too. But if they can get him outside that tackle, I think he can take it a long ways, especially if we hitting him inside with Aldrich, hit him inside with Logan, and in, in the mix between that, I think he can have a big game uh, in the run game as well as catch the ball out of the backfield in this game as well. I definitely think he can make an impact in the passing game, without a doubt, especially coming off the film that Nate is going to be watching from the previous two games against Syracuse and how phys- and Clemson and how physical the offensive line has been. They fully expect Notre Dame to come straight ahead and, like you said, be aggressive early, catch them off balance, and then for the rest of the game, have them off balance not knowing how you're going to attack them. I can definitely see Tommy Reese finding a way to implement Tyree into the game on the ground and through the air. Absolutely left. Coach Ken, once again, talking about Notre Dame and saying, yeah, they're hitting on all cylinders right now. <laughs> the goal, you know, playing Baltimore, home game for us right down the streets. Uh, played in MT Bank Stadium. Obviously, it's a great honor for us to play there. You know, grateful for the Ravens and it would allow us to play there. Um, it's close to home. We're excited. Uh, but we also know it's a great challenge. And, and what do you see in this Notre Dame team that's one of the hottest in the country? Yeah, they're playing really, <clears throat> excuse me, really well right now. Just um, what they did to Clemson, you know, number four team in the country and got after them. Super impressive. And obviously they have a tough schedule every year, but you can see them catching a stride right now. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Has Notre Dame really hit their stride? Do you think... That's the question. I, I think there's more room for this Notre Dame team. Like Clemson was kind of like the coming out party of what this team was supposed to be. But I don't think they've really hit their stride to the point. I think Boston College might end up being the game at home where they hit their stride going into USC. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But that's that's the way I'm feeling, but Coach Ken feels like they're facing a team that's kind of like a Matt truck coming down hill at this point. Yeah, he's definitely at the wrong place for a long time with this team. Uh, we're on a crash course for destiny at this point. 
Uh, we won our Super Bowl recruiting championship, so we feel pretty good about that. But also being able to flourish on all cylinders, which is great. We're still missing the receiver aspect, in my opinion. I think we can be a lot more explosive in, uh, in that aspect, which I think would take us, like you said, that little bit better than uh, what we're showing right now. We mm-hmm. knew we had a run game coming into a season, so to see the O-line continue to get better week to week, allowing for those running backs to to be so grateful in the interviews about how well they, they're getting up to the second level, I think is a, a, a testament to what Marcus Freeman wanted the, the team to be in a vision standpoint. He wanted us to be physical. He wanted us to be competitive and get after people, and we're showing that. And Clemson at the right place, the right time in the season where we've kind of licked our wounds a little bit and and uh, bounced back and hit the bottom in a lot of instances, you know, losing to Marshall and Stanford. That's that's a bottoming feeling. But yeah. to come right back and then hit the top and beat a team like Clemson the way we did, it's only a matter of time before uh, we, we see ourselves in that top 10 that I think we can still finish in. Yeah. Some of the comments in response to the question, ND9 says not hitting on all cylinders. Not at all. Interesting comment here, Bailey Brad. Stride doesn't mean peak, at least to me. Steve Splendor, thank you for tapping in. There's more room. The problem is we all know it needs to come from one position, and we all know the ability might just not be there to maximize the steam. I think it comes from more than one position, because I will put responsibility on the wide receivers as well. You know, I think they go hand in hand. I think we can we can get more from multiple positions on this team to really be at peak performance. Keith Erickson, we're still in the first 100 on a 200. Need to hit the next gear and close. Got to have that closing kick. Okay, Keith, I feel you on that. Once again, you know, as they face Navy, uh, we understand that this game means a lot mentally coming off of the big emotional win. How can this team handle winning? Archie Estimate talked about taking winning for granted and coming to learn how difficult it is to win college football games on a weekly basis. We're hearing all the right things from the program, the coaches, from people within the program, from the coaches and the players. Ultimately, it's up to them to show us on Saturday at noon whether or not it has taken stock and settled into their heart and gone into their preparation and manifested each and every week. Let's get to our predictions left. How do you see this game going? I see a smooth 56-0 win. Smoke them right down the street from their crib and then uh, hang out with Ronnie Stanley after. You just going to do them like that on Veterans Day weekend, bro? You just going to do them like that? Look, look, look. We got to make a statement. That's the way we got to do the thing. You say, yeah, we, we got to get out of that 20th spot, right? We got to yeah. make a statement. I'm sorry. I'm sorry it had to be you. I'm sorry it had to be you, Navy. I understand the relationship. We love you. We thank you. It's Veterans Day weekend. However, we're going to have to do some things to you. Yeah. We're going to have to make it look yeah. real good so we can move up to that top 10. I feel you. I feel you. I won't go that far. I won't go that far. I think my prediction was something like 38 to 13. 
I think I said 38 to 13. Unless Navy just wants to uncharacter, uncharacter, uncharacteristically uh, turn the ball over. Mm. Like if, if Navy just wants to turn the ball over, they give I think us we'll get more three and outs than you're giving us credit for. Say it again. I think we'll get more three and outs than you give us credit for. I think they'll we'll be able to get them off the field a lot more frequently than allowing them to just go third and two, third and three, third and four, and convert. Yeah. I think we'll be able to get them in third and six position, close them out, be able to stop their drives before they become long, elongated, because we are an aggressive defense. So we're yeah. not going to just base everything and, you know, we're going to be the downhill attacking. We're going to stretch uh, those uh, beers that they run. And we're going to have a lot of uh, tackles for loss and, 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 and tackles at the line of scrimmage. I think that's going to help our offense get on the field a lot more. And then if we're staying aggressive and we're making this about the receivers a little bit more, then we can hit that 50, that 50 point mark. See, you're giving a little bit too much credit in my opinion. As much as I love Notre Dame, they're the sloppy eater at the dinner table. Because when they get through eating and they get up, there's a lot of crumbs on the floor. And those crumbs represent points left on the field. We see it each and every week. Uh, we can talk about how great they play, how bad they play. There's one consistent thing offensively. They leave a bunch of points on the field. Opportunities have been plentiful all season for Notre Dame offensively. But somehow, some way, week after week, they should have put up 50 against Clemson. Easy. Yeah. They should have put up 50 points, especially getting a special teams touchdown and a pick six return and mm -hmm. getting set up inside the 10 on another interception. They should have put up 50 points against Clemson. However, we see it week after week, somehow, some way, there are points left on the field, you know, they have to get swept up, and we give them another opportunity to see if they can correct that. Maybe they can. I think so. I think you have a good chance for it. Lucky Lefty Podcast. As always, we spin it different. Go subscribe to Lucky Lefty Podcast on YouTube. But also, now, you can catch us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify in the podcast form at CFB Nation in partnership with Irish Breakdown. Also follow us at Lucky Lucky Pod on Twitter and Instagram, Lucky Lucky Podcast. We spin it different. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. 
Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.